This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Watch us on YouTube, listen on your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Leicester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Start with Chris, add a dash of sport, squeeze in some music, then shake, don't stir. And you've got the ultimate blend, LTID, with your host, Chris. Hello, good evening, good night, good morning, good afternoon, good day, goodbye. How the devil are you all? And a very, very special welcome to my stalker. If he is watching Barat Buta. You're following me on, you're a Man United fan, you're following me on everything I do. I keep blocking you. What is the desperation? Why are you so sad as a Man United fan? You want to have contact with me. Even, even to the fact of almost copying my name? Mate, you are weird. And dates and times and everything are being noted for the police. But welcome along if you're watching. Uh, all I can do say is hopefully that you get hit by a car on the way to work tomorrow. Okay, this is Leicester Till I Die TV, LTID TV, and we are now live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter uh, at LTID TV. You can listen to us on podcast if that is your thing, and we go on all the major podcast platforms. You can find us there under Leicester Till I Die. And if you've got a smart speaker, it's very clever, isn't it? You can ask it to play the podcast, Leicester Till I Die. And as you can see there, and I'm sure there's one or two that Barat hasn't managed to discover yet, but we are on all the major socials. He's probably waiting for me to get on to uh, fans only or something like that. Barat, you're weird, mate. You are so weird. But this is The Prediction Show, which can mean only one thing. The Prediction Show from Leicester Till I Die TV is brought to you by Xbox Steve Linex and Foxy7Clothing.co.uk Back of the net. Indeed, and you can't just see it at the moment, but look, I have the hat. Good evening. And 
I'm wearing the same as my dad tonight. Look at that. There we go, in lovely gold, Foxy 7 clothing. <sighs> Do you know what? Let's say hello to me dad, and let's see if he's wearing the same. Good evening, dad. Hello, son. <laughs> are, we wearing, are we doing a dad and son tonight? Listen, I'm just going to go down there. There we go, look. There we go. Look, look, look at that. Look, let me just look. look. Twins, almost. Twins. Look, look, if I take my hat off, definitely twins. Twins, twins. <laughs> I've got some glasses now. <laughs> and the hearing aid as well. Welcome along. Oh. Of course, you weren't here last week, and Craig, uh, the Bournemouth fan, stood in for you. Um, yes, I'm not sure whether you'll think he's doing well or not. We'll have a look at that in the moment. But you, you, you had a party the week before, which meant you were not here to celebrate the best week ever. And you were so close to that 15 that you say you're going to get every week. Although, in fairness, there was actually 15 games last for that week. But you got 12 points. It's because you wrote them down properly. And it's because Brad wrote them down as well. So that's the reason I got those so many points. You know, Dad, you are horrible to me. <laughs> you don't, you knock my confidence. <laughs> I have to get Brad to check these now to make sure that I've uh, added them up right. <sighs> so much for Dad, sort of, you know, giving you confidence and backing you up. Look, we've got, <laughs> we've got the Dad, we've got the son. I suppose we have to get the estranged, weird cousin, don't we? Talking of which, <laughs> hello, Brad. I'm cousin. It, I'll have you know. That's how I am. This is the Adams family. You got two lurches and cousin it. <laughs> <laughs> how the devil are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing better. I think the news that we've actually got a manager and that statue in charge of the club is something to be positive about. We've actually had a positive few days, haven't we, lads? Being Leicester fans, it's weird. It is <laughs> totally and utterly weird. Uh, Jeff is in. Hello, Jeff, who is beating all of us uh, with his points. Um, I do need to speak to Brad about uh, whether we're going to do a, a full league next year and if he's interested in doing that for us. So, if Dad, Dad, Brad, if you can stay on at the end, we can have a very quick chat. Yeah, no worries, mate. Sounds like a good idea. Stay on, the more unlikely it is that my stalker will come on. Uh, <laughs> my dad's on, me, <laughs> my weird cousin's in, <sighs> my funny daughter's in as well. Heather, good evening. How are you? Uh, hope you are well. Uh, your chair's still here waiting for you. Just let me know when you want to come round. Um, love it to bits. Love it to bits. Okay, guys. Um, it's the prediction show on a Wednesday this week. And I've got to say, there is a reason why uh, it's on a Wednesday. Because this gentleman couldn't make it tonight, which it would be the normal night for me doing interviews. Mr. M, Mr. Melrose, who Steve was only talking to the other week and has volunteered to come in and uh, be a translator for us, haven't you, Steve? I tell you what, I'm telling you, I'm warning you now, you will not understand the word he says. <laughs> uh, you've got me. I, I, I struggle with accents anyway. Uh, like I can say the Geordie one uh, is, is, I just can't understand, and the Scouse one will just go take you there. Uh, but he will be here at nine o'clock on um, Friday evening, no, 9.30, sorry, because he's, a, he's a, I think, Royal Troon Dolphin, uh, the posh bugger. Um, I didn't know they let Scots, you know, into those sort of places. But uh, oh, he's, he's there pinching all the balls, mate. 
<laughs> well, he made a career out of it at football, didn't he? <laughs> I hope he's not watching this. Oh, Brad, um, just say, mate, is your camera working, mate? I'm just trying to sort some settings out on it, and uh, I've got—I've just had a message pop up. I'm just quickly replying to. I will be on camera. Apologies, mate. That's yeah, okay. you're looking good, mate. I mean, I'm better looking. I'm better looking for the viewers when I'm not on camera, so you might keep the views. <laughs> this is very true. Um, I've got to say, just in case anybody does wonder what Brad looks like, of course, we could always play his video, couldn't we? There we go. Brad, who is coming on the watch along with us on Saturday for the Man City one? He, cha wasn't uh, he challenged me. He's on it as well. Oh well, yeah. After um, after after talking Chris round to get you lovely viewers back on side for his watch ons because we know you'd miss him if you didn't do it. He said, "Brad, I need some eye candy." And unfortunately, everybody else was busy. He said, "Well, a face will do." And I said, "What about mine?" He went, "Well, I wanted a face, but you'll have to do." So I'm going to be presenting it Matt Piper style while Chris does his waffling as usual. So don't you worry, guys. I've come to give you the proper Radio Leicester style commentary. God help us all. Um, <laughs> and as it says under there, of course, as you saw the outfits before, superbly modelled by the two good-looking ones of the three, um, Steve and myself, foxy7clothing.co.uk is where you can go and get Steve's um, branded sports and leisure wear. Do get over there and check it out. And he has got blue now. I believe they are on the site and running. Uh, right, so, like I say, Steve had a really good week the week before, and unfortunately, because I'm horrible, I didn't keep that uh, that slide. But that's his own fault. He should have been here. But, Steve, this is what happened last week when you weren't away. And I've got to say, there's only one thing I can play before I actually bring it up. I don't know. It's so difficult not to look smug at this point. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was Steve. You got five, Bradley. Oh, I've oh. done well there. I've done really well. Yeah, following up the rear of four last, but Steve beat you, Brad. Oh, he's got to, he's got to beat me at some points. He's that many points behind. I have to give him one week, don't I? Otherwise, he'll stop coming on the show. I told you this, Chris. Stop ruining the rules. But two <laughs> weeks ago, he did exactly the same. All oh, right, now now you're just showing off. You're ganging up on me now. Justice for Brad, people. Justice for Brad. It's bullying in the workplace. You no, know no, Steve. Doesn't everybody hate people that are always at the top? You know, like Man City and what have you. And yeah, they're there to be knocked down, mate. They're there to be oh, knocked down. Look at the look at the season. He's only there's only a three point gap. It's down to one game, Brad. Yeah, it's all right. I'll, I'll do an Arsenal. I'll win this weekend by Leicester beat Man City and uh, I'll extend my lead again. <laughs> we will see. We will see. Right. Okay. Are we ready, gentlemen? Yep. So, Steve, let's start with the first game, which is Aston. Uh, sorry, Man United versus Everton. Uh, Matt, this is the Friday night. Uh... No, it's not Friday night. Going on last week's fixtures. It should be Villa versus Newcastle, if I because I got the list of BBC Sport. Yes, it is. I've got it written down here, but as usual, justice for Steve. Good. He's been mugging him off on the wrong week. That's what happened, Steve. You have to check. You have to check all your predictions now with the reverse fixtures. 
I've been on about it for weeks. Uh, don't worry, Steve. Chris will be your lawyer. I mean, I'll be your lawyer. <laughs> you got the right. You got the right thing on the screen. I'll I give have, you that. And I was just last week's cards. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, wait. For... It's like, how oh, have I got these predictions already? I don't remember asking them. <laughs> this Irish coffee is brilliant. I'll tell you. Yeah, he doesn't even put the coffee in it these days. <laughs> Why spoil it? Why spoil a good drink? Steve, let's try that again. Good evening. Um, first game. I'll get rid of that one and use this one instead. Uh, Saturday lunchtime kickoff. Villa Newcastle. Villa. I mean, Villa are way up there in sixth. Uh, Newcastle back up to third. This is going to be a tight one because Villa, since Emery's come in, <laughs> he's turned them round, hasn't he? He's turned them round, playing well, but it's Newcastle. I think Newcastle's got the momentum. Uh, they've got something more to play for now than they, they ever have. And I think all over the pitch, uh, they're hungry. And I think uh, they're going to come away with a good uh, 2-0 win. So you are going 2-0 to Villa? Newcastle. Sorry, 2-0 to Newcastle? Yep. So in other words, 0-2. 0-2. <laughs> see, this is why your scores might not add up, you see. Uh, so New Aston Villa 0, Newcastle 2. Yep. Brad. Well, I have to agree with with Steve um, once in a while. Uh, no, I I think Villa are on a good roll. Emery's clearly a good appointment because um, they play in the good evenings, don't they? So he's obviously he knows what he's doing. Um, but I do think Newcastle are just a force to reckon with this season. It's huge credit to um, uh, Eddie Howe. I, I do give Villa credit, though. They've got to get a goal, but I think it's going to be 3-1 to Newcastle. 1-3, Chris. 1-3. Yeah. I've got this all written up, and I am, I'll tell you what I'm doing for a bonus to get practice for what I think you're going to ask me for. If you put up the chat's predictions, I'll write the name and go across it, because I've got a graph written up, so I can give it, <laughs> just to keep an eye on it. I'm, I'm really bored and want to do it. You. you don't waste your days. Um, no. Do you know what, though? Ha-ha. <laughs> Um, six last six games Villa won two Newcastle won two and there's been two draws Newcastle I just think they, they occasionally hit a bit of a, a brick wall uh, if this was at Newcastle I would have no problem in predicting a, a Newcastle win but it's away from home and I just think <sighs> Unai Emery, he's a wily old fox. Like you say, he's got them playing well. Great appointment for Villa. Um, but there will be goals. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. I'm going for a draw. You write that down, guys? Yeah. So that's one, one, one to Villa, one to Newcastle. Just in case you're wondering which way round. No, we'll, we'll, we'll change that 6-0 to Villa when they lose. 
<laughs> and there's Jeff, as I put up there. Jeff has gone uh, 2-1 to Newcastle. How is it in the old Philippines, Jeff? Is it nice and warm? So I'll tell you what, here in sunny... Well, it's not sunny Dorset. It's bloody windy Dorset with uh, <laughs> with rain at the moment. Me, uh, me outside lamp's looking like that. It's like the Indian town with bloody pizza. Uh, <laughs> OK, so the second game. We're back to the three o'clock now. That one, of course, would be on Sky. Chelsea are hosting Brighton. Um, Big Frank's back, much to Brad's happiness. Uh, Chelsea are in 11th, Steve. Brighton are in 7th. I can't see Chelsea getting anything, to be honest, mate. So I've just been watching the first half tonight. And it's typical typical Chelsea. Even when Frank's come back, it's it's possession football that's not getting anywhere. And I think... um, it's going to be the same again for them. They're going to struggle. They're going to struggle to score goals. So I'm going to go for a 1-0 win to Brighton. Brighton. Brighton won. So nil Chelsea, one Brighton. Last six games, Brad, there's been four draws and one win each. Yeah, but it's one. It, I'm sorry, sorry. I said, let me correct it. Let me say his actual name, not the name that I give him. It's Frank Lampard in charge, not Wank Lampard. No. Uh, it could have been the battle. I would, I would, I would understand if you got it mixed up. I know, right? It's a battle of the ex-Potters, isn't it? So um, nothing's changed. Brighton look awesome this season. Chelsea look like a shower of shite. Uh, I'm going to go for the same score I gave Newcastle. I'm going to give Chelsea a goal, but I think Brighton thrash and three-one. I just don't. Chelsea aren't a force. It's just not a force right now for me. Yeah, I mean, I am totally, I mean, you know, people sort of, one or two people have questioned our appointment of an interim manager, but apparently James Corden is good friends with Tom Bowley, who obviously owns Chelsea, and he had, um, he was involved in getting Frank Lampard back, and obviously being a comedian, the whole thing is a bloody joke, isn't it, James? Uh, I mean, see what I did there? Obviously not. Yeah. I'm wasted. I so so wasted. I I it's a weird it is a weird appointment because well I, because you the, the problems I don't think were all the managers. A lot of the problems I think was Tom Bowley and he was just buying so many players in. Uh, I mean, as I say, I think most people when they visited uh, Stamford Bridge, the training ground, thought it was a uh, hospital because everybody was sort of getting changed in the corridors. You know, there weren't enough seats in the chain. It was, it's stupid. And I don't think Frank's the guy to do it. Uh, he he did well when he had the youngsters coming through, but he, when he started dealing with the big names, they just... I can't see Chelsea getting anything from this. Brighton under De Zebra doing so well. It's like Potter never left. I'm going to go 1-2. So I agree with you, but not with the score. I'm going to go 1-2 Villa and 2 um, to, to Brighton. You meant Chelsea. <laughs> no, 1-2 to Chelsea. You said one to Villa, mate. I know what you meant. I was just telling us why you could have a bad day with everything in the graphics. Anyway, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm multitasking I'll, here. I'll what, behave. I'm sorry. What graphic have I got up? No, 
you, you, as you were reading your score out, you said, I agree with you, but I'm going one to Villa, two to Brighton instead of one to Chelsea. I mean, they're the same thing. <laughs> we both don't like him. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You know what? It'd be easier to teach a class of bloody infant kids. <laughs> you get more peace and quiet. I probably would, but uh, and and believe you me, I'd keep my clothes on. I don't know if you've seen the latest. Apparently, sending in uh, people to strip off in front of fourteen-year-olds. Oh so, God! It is so so weird. Uh, Jeff has gone one-one uh, on that one. Geoff has gone one all. Brad went uh, three-one. Jeff. Yes. Every other game now between this and uh, Monday night involves a team that is in the relegation fight with us. So it gets very interesting now. Mm. Steve, Everton in 17th, hosting Fulham. I'm guessing in 9th because I put 29. It's not my night, is it? It's just not my bloody night. Fulham are in 10th. Not in 29th as I put it I think Fulham's season's over. I think the debacle at Manchester United mm. has knocked him off the stride. And I can't see him getting back into it for um, three or four games. I think they're going to try too hard and they're going to struggle. And I, I think Everton will take, you know, um, take this game. Uh, just because, just because of that, and I'm going to go for a two-nil win to Everton. Two-nil to Everton, Brad. I mean, no Mitrovic, no Fulham. Seems that way. It's a little bit sad, really, because you know they they've really dropped out of that discussion, haven't they? Uh, alongside Brighton and Brentford, I know Brentford lost last week, but they've, they've been on unbelievable form until then. And it was against Newcastle, so credit where it's due, in, in, in all fairness. So, unfortunately, my Leicester head goes, Fulham, please win this game. And I'll, I'll take an L on this result just for that to happen. But I have to agree with Steve again. I I don't know if they'll grab a couple of goals, but I'm going for a, a, bit, of a, a bit of a lame, tame 1-0 smash and grab by Everton. 1-0. Okay, um, it's at Goodison Park, which, as we know, yeah. is do um, do well at home more so than away. But I've just not seen any performance by Everton that has shown me a bit like Leicester, shown me anything where they've maybe got enough to climb up the table. Um, but, hi, unfortunately, I mean, like, like you said, uh, that debacle they had at Manchester United, it was embarrassing. Totally and utterly embarrassing. Um, and unfortunately, you're seeing it more and more. You've even seen referees elbowing players before the players touch them. <laughs> the return of the match officials. The fight back. <laughs> um got to agree with you, Brad. I've got to agree. I'd love to say a draw because that would do us so much better. But I, I, can't, I can see Everton are... Everton need this more than Fulham. And I think if they had Mitrovic, it would be a different story. But I've had to go 1-0 to Everton as well. Um, 
Jeff has gone 1-1 one, one, um, for that. Uh, Jay has popped in. Hi, Jay. Evening, everyone. I just wanted to say that I'm very happy with Dean Smith. I just hope we get back up the table, even if we don't. I'm so proud of what the Fox have achieved over the past few seasons. Look, since King Power have come in, it's been nothing but success. And I think that's why we, it hurts even more now that we are we are not. But uh, let me put it this way. Would I want Dean Smith, John Terry and Craig Shakespeare in charge? Or would I want uh, Frank Lampard? Answers on a postcard. Uh, we need to keep strong. <laughs> Indeed we do. And um, Boris is in. Fulham are on the beach. Quite possibly. Because they're not going to go down. Um, and like you say, they have they have imploded. But look, moving on. And hopefully I'm on the right slide here. Because he's very small and I can't... Uh, I, my, well, I should have gone to Specsavers in fairness. Um, hopefully we're looking at Southampton against Palace. Yes, we are. Um, Steve, Southampton. One place below us. But beating us twice, playing Palace, who Roy's Rovers, really. Good hell, he, he has made a difference, hasn't he? I'd love to see Palace carry on to the rest of the end of the season playing like they did against Leeds. I think it was fantastic to watch. I think you just look at um, every player, they look like they've had a lot of issues, took off the back and they're allowed to do or, you know, express themselves. And I think this is where... We had this conversation before we came on air about there's a bit of fighting, Palace. There's fighting the other teams down the bottom. And I know when we get around to talking about Leicester, but, you know, Leicester are not fighting. And until you see them fighting, they're, they're going to be struggling. But you saw a big change in, uh, in Crystal Palace. And I think if they can carry on going with the attacking style, I think they'll easily win this 3-1. 3-1 to Palace, yep. Um, Brad, three wins for Palace, two for Southampton, one draw. But earlier in the season, the fixture, Southampton did win it 2-1 away at Palace. Southampton, they do seem to pick a result up every now and again, don't they? Yeah, annoyingly, they, they do. Otherwise, they'd have been down a couple of weeks ago. Um, but Palace are a different animal under Roy. Which is ironic if you think about how they played under him the first time he was there. Mm. Um, but he's, he's ignited a rocket up their arse. I think Southampton uh, put theirs in in backwards because their rocket backfired and something further down. Um, hasn't gone well for them. I know they've got the odd result, um, but I can't see anything other than another comfortable win for Palace. I don't even see a goal for Southampton. I know that screwed me over last time. I'm sticking to it. I'm going 3-0. I'm going 3 0 to um, Crystal Palace. Yeah, I mean, we saw, we all laughed when we said, oh, Roy Hodgson's back, get the bath chairs out, they'll be wheeling on onto the pitch. But if you could ever say, or if you ever want to say to anybody, this is what a new manager pounce looks like, this is the one. Roy Hodgson at Crystal Palace in the 22 23 season. It's just, I mean, the, the way they played in that first half against ourselves, you know, it was, th for me, the worst football I've seen Leicester play that I can remember. And like I say, I've lived through Frank McClintock and, uh, and uh, David Plea. I'm surprised they didn't score more against us. We were just boof, hooting it, you know, up the other end of the pitch just to get rid of it. We weren't even sort of defending. Um 
I left that game. I was watching Leeds Palace and uh, I came in late and it was 1-0 to Leeds and I saw Palace equalise just before half-time and I thought, ah, you know what, this is going to be a boring game. And I didn't bother watching the second half and I couldn't believe the score then when I looked at the uh, <laughs> the result. Um, the only satisfying thing was that the next day, I, or the couple of hours after, in fact, it was the Sunday, I had the Leeds fan on a show about Jesse Marsh. So, um, I... If this was Palace pre-Roy, I think we'd be looking at different scores, all of us here. You know. Um, I think they might get a free kick with James Ward-Prowse, Southampton, as always. I'm going to fall off my chair and say this. I'm going to go four-one just to be different to Steve. Hmm. They can get five against Leeds. They can certainly get four past Southampton. You watch Southampton win this game two 0 now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're like the kiss of death, you know. Yeah. Roy Hodgson sat there now watching this, going like, "Oh, for God's sake, guys, let's just stay at home. <laughs> All of us down for a win. That's it. We're stuffed." <laughs> yeah. Managers watch this show before they pick the teams. Um, next, uh, another managerless club against Bournemouth, who I don't think were played brilliantly against us, Steve, but we were just that awful uh, with a manager that was sort of his predecessor's clone. But where do you, I mean, Spurs are fifth, Bournemouth are 15th. Is this going to go as per the table? Oh, sorry, can I just say, uh, Jeff went nil-nil, by the way, for the result. Right, cool. Thank you, Got it. So, Steve, fifth place, 15th. Bournemouth are doomed in this game, mate. I think they're going to be playing against 11 players. Ermany uh, is in the VAR room, the referee and the two linesmen, because no matter what they do, even if they go into a 3-0 lead, it'll be fixed somewhere or somehow that Tottenham come back and score four. So, I can't, you know. My feelings for Tottenham grow worse and worse every time I see them. And I think it was such a disgrace how they, you know, they got the last game. So, I'm going to go for 1-0 Bournemouth. 1-0. Yeah, I love it. Does all that. You think he's going to drop his sword? Then he goes, no, 1-0 Bournemouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go for 6-0 or something to Bournemouth. Uh, in fairness, though, Brad, Tottenham were only playing to the referee and to VAR. Yeah, and, and, and the percentage of the wage that they sent to VAR helps that situation because this is the first time this season. Allegedly, yes, yeah, sorry, I forget to say that. But it's not the first time they've had this dodgy, allegedly, VAR decision go their way where they where all you know they apologised. Great, did Brighton get the point? Does the other team they I can't remember who it was, but they had it against get the point. No. Um This one I'm gonna go with my heart that I don't want Bournemouth to win this game. Um, especially with um who we're playing this weekend. We need as many teams around us to not win as possible. And as much as I hope Steve's right and Bournemouth do win just for the lols, I'm going for a comprehensive 4-0 win for Spurs. 4-0. Ooh. 
I mean, they should be happy. The the ground's just been announced as one of the grounds that will be used um, for Euro 20, whenever it is. 28, I think it is. Yeah. Um, along with Wembley. Um, I don't want Bournemouth to win. How Spurs are still fifth with <laughs> the season they've had, I do not know. Uh, I'm Chelsea and Liverpool. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, and the referees. <laughs> <laughs> we are. I mean, Howard Webb has taken over from, uh, was it Mike Riley that was in charge before? And I know Keith Hackett, who used to be head of the PGMOL, obviously I had him on here on, on the show. Uh, it's still up there if you look on the uh, YouTube site, Left Little I Die TV, under uh, the conversation. Um and he, you know, he really did not like Mike Riley being in charge. He, he, he said this, all, all, of, all of this, he's virtually putting it all at Mike Riley's door. And he's hoping that and maybe it will take the summer when the games are over. Because, I mean, I suppose it's, it's hard to change rules in the middle of the season. It is, would be unfair. So hopefully Howard Webb can get things sorted uh, in the summer. But I'm going to agree with Jeff here. Um, and we've both gone... 2-0 to Tottenham. Shameful. Shameful. <laughs> At least I had the decency to use my, my, my love of Leicester as a reason to go for a Spurs win. You two just went straight out. That's, that's... No, I did, I did say that I yeah. didn't want Bournemouth to win. <laughs> yeah, and, I and, uh, You know, I mean... It... Well, I'll go 2-0 Bournemouth then, shall I? No, I can't. I can't. 2-0 to Spurs. Um, next I'm one... Going, I'm going 2-0 VAR. 2-0 <laughs> VAR, OK. It's really, you know, you normally know, you know, say Tottenham Hotspur FC. It's now Tottenham Hotspur VAR. Yeah, too right. <laughs> um, last of the three o'clock ones then, Steve. Wolves, who are still in it, really. They're not out of the, um, out of the relegation fight. Uh, taking on Brentford, Wolves in thirteenth, Brentford in nine. Um, how uh, do you see this one going? Um, to be fair, Wolves, I can't see Wolves getting a hiding now to any game towards the end of the season, and I think they're going to be like Leeds play. They're going to be either they're going to win it or they're going to lose it. So uh, they're going to make it hard for teams. So I'm going to go for, no matter how well Brentford have been playing this year, I'm going to go for a 2-1 Wolves win. 2-1 to Wolves. Can I just say, you see, Steve has not gone, really. I don't think he's gone for any. Uh, he got Everton to beat Fulham, Paris, all right, Paris to beat Southampton, but Bournemouth to beat Spurs. He's not going for results that will help Leicester here at all. Have you noticed this, Brad? Yeah, I have. Um I I um, was looking at this game and I looked at Wolves' recent bit of uptaking form and uh, I, I look at this game and I, I nearly went to Wall. I thought, oh, this is going to be a draw, I can't separate them. But Brentford put out that statement, didn't they, saying that they really want to challenge this European spot. And if they're going to get it, they've got to beat, they've got to beat Wolves. Um because that's the sort of team you've got to make sure you get points at to challenge for Europe. Yeah, uh, It's not going to be easy, but they've got Ivan Tony and players like that. I think Brentford will just about get it done. 
and I'm going for a 2-0 win to Brentford. 2-0 to Brentford. Yeah, I, I mean, and again, it's really helped Brentford, the fact that um, Fulham have dropped off a little bit. Um, yeah. It would be nice to see, you know, both Fulham and uh, Brentford and Brighton getting, you know, to some European places. Um, the last time they played earlier in the season, it was one all. Wolves went down to ten men, uh, but it still ended up one one. Uh, the last six games, Wolves have won three, two draws, and only one to Brentford. But I've got to go with you, Brad. Uh, but I'm going to go two one to Brentford. So, one, two. Yeah. You're better off getting one point than getting none. Well, this is true. Uh, it'll be interesting when we get through the final week because we'll be going scores, depending who's winning. We'll be going scores because so we know we've got to get more off the other person. Uh, Jeff, 1-1. <laughs> Wolves, Brentford. 1-1. Uh, I've that down. Okay. The, the biggest game of the whole weekend... Uh, shake is back. Put you in, out, in, out, shake it all about. Along with Dean Smith, <laughs> along with John Terry, who apparently wasn't particularly welcomed by Danny Ward because he'd been speaking to Danny Ward's wife on Instagram, allegedly. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, you knew something like that would pop up, didn't no, you? I, I don't know. To be honest with you, uh, it, none of it has been official. It's all been on Twitter and, and the such like. So. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com so believe it or not i particularly don't i don't think so um but look in a way it's it's a free hit for the new guys isn't it uh, steve and are you pleased with the decisions we've made uh having i think luckily missed out on uh, on, on the on the american well, I think, you know, like like I said to you before uh, we came on air, um, you've got to see some personnel changes this weekend. You've got to see a different style of play. You've got to see a different side to the setup because if he comes in and plays the same players in the same positions, the same formation, you're just going to get exactly what you've been getting all season. Um and I keep going on. The reason I'm picking the other teams is because the teams down the bottom, everyone, they're fighting. You can see a fight in them. You cannot see a fight in Leicester at the moment. And you know me, I love Leicester to bits. But there's players out of contract that probably don't give a choice. You've got players that should be like, you know, you know, Madison, Tielemans, they should be playing for their next club. But they already know they're leaving. So 
that's the hard thing. How are you going to get this team to give them a kick up the backside? And I think you're going to see the same performance again by Leicester. They're just going to go out there. They're going to be as soft as anything. They're not going to contest anything. And I, I, I do hope that he, he, he proves me wrong. But And saying that, after all slagging off Leicester, I'm going to go for a one-all draw. Oh, right. Um, one, one. Brad, Jesse Marsh, uh, the man whose talents can't match his ego. Yeah, yeah, it says a lot about him as a, as a manager, doesn't it, really? Um, we got rid of one clown and dodged a bullet from another one, so happy days, I guess. Um, this, this is, this is the most annoying thing isn't it because whilst we can't afford to keep up losses like we have been doing it's one of them where it's like it's Man City for crying out loud right what are we expecting and you're not really expecting Leicester to get anything from the game however you know me Chris I go in depth on these because I've been so mundane to the repetitiveness of them I watched the training ground video it's different we both got very happy and excited and positive about his um, Dean Smith's interview, talking about attacking, uh, wanting to be quick on the attack, get in behind them, go back to almost like the old Leicester way. I don't... This is probably the only time I, I think anybody gets a, um, a free pass at saying this without a dig. I think Leicester are going to show heart and they're going to show us something different and they're going to give us something to believe. But ultimately, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm going to go for Man City 3, Leicester 2. Ooh. I think we'll get the goals to give the confidence that we're going to go about the business the right way, but I just don't see Man City dropping points. If we do take points off them, the title's Arsenal's. Yes. I think, for me... Um... It's almost a, a perfect game for a manager coming in. I know you're going to say, what? This is Manchester City away. But for a manager coming in without an international break or a World Cup break or you know the, the, the off-season to, to get used to the team, the fact that he's going into a game where nobody really expects anything from him, so the pressure's off. He can, you know, if, mm. if, if they beat us, and if there's another 6-3... You can imagine, you know, if he came out and said, well, in fairness, I've only had four days with them, you'd probably have to say, fair enough, mate, you know. Uh, it's the, For me, again, I've said this several times, and Leicester have always let me down, it's the performance that I'm looking for. Hmm. If we get anything, I mean, I'm not exactly going to do what uh, LCFC Gray said and, you know, do the full Monty Dami local. Uh, because I, I don't think that's allowed in Weatherspoons. I'm sure. I'm sure there's one or two pubs around where Grey is, maybe that does allow it. But um, it is for me the performance. If we go down fighting, uh, and I was talking, name dropping here. Um, I was talking to Jeff Peters uh, from Talk Sport Radio earlier. And obviously, he's a big Leicester fan. He covers the championship. And I was just having a couple of words with him about Dean, you know, when he was in Norwich. And, you know, they were fifth when they sacked him. We said that, didn't we, Brad? You know, they have a Watford move. And Jeff said he was surprised. Um, But what he said is he wants to see what Steve has said. You know, we've all said we want to see the fight. 
Yeah. They, if we go down without a fight, then the fans will be peed off. You, remember, you, know, you both remember the Great Escape year. You know, mm. I, and as I've said many, many times, I travelled, you know, seven and a half hour return journeys every home game to see the, uh, that's, that, the, the players that see the games that season from Dorset up to Leicester. And you know what? As disappointed as I was, whenever I was driving home, as, you know, you've just lost a game and then you've got a three and a half hour journey home. You're thinking, for God's sake, you know. And as much as we, we, we were down, we could never go out and say, well, the lads didn't fight. And, you know, that that season, we, we were putting up the fight. And if we do that and lose, that's fine. And hopefully he'll learn enough to take us into Wolves and then uh, we've got Leeds, then Everton, then Fulham. Those are four games that he's got to get it right in. And this one, like I say, is almost like a free hit for him. Um, I, I so want to go for Leicester. I so want to go. But I can't let Brad get away with all the points. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I'd sooner... Mm. I'm going to go 3-1 to Man City. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Leicester. I've stuck with you for so long. And if you look at the you know, the ex-Foxes League, which Steve has won, you know, if, if any of us were managers with those score predictions, we'd have been relegated at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> But we've always been sticking with Leicester, um, which in the past few seasons has worked. I mean, I should say it was back six games ago, September 2020, opening day of the season. Well, not one of the it was I think it was the second game of the season after COVID. We went to Man City. We beat them 5-2. But they had no defence that day, in fairness. Uh, they beat us 2-0. Then the next season, we met them. We beat them 1-0 at the King Power. They then beat us 1-0 before. Uh, and then, of course, we had the 6-3 as well, um, which we, we, we won't talk about. Uh, I just, I mean, do, do you remember the, 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 the game earlier in the season? It was almost like Brendan had set us out to not score but not lose, wasn't it? It was it was an awful game. It reminded me of that Bournemouth performance that season they did it, where the exact same thing happened to them. They they only had one shot, it wasn't even on target, and it took Man City to the eighty eighth minute to, to win the game one 0 and everybody was like, Oh, it's brilliant. It's like, no, you didn't even try, you just got lucky. And the same thing happened to us in a way. We could have got beat badly. It wasn't fun to watch, was it, Chris? We had to talk about it, for Christ's sake. We had to do a post-match on it. Well, talk, as you mentioned post-match there, then I will bring it up. Uh, just to let everybody know, in preparation for next season, unlike uh, Top and, uh, and the board at LCFC, I'm actually getting ready for next season. So you've been seeing the new graphics that we've introduced these last few weeks. And we're going to be moving the post-match show until Monday night at 9 o'clock. So instead of the debate show, then that would be the post-match show. Uh, because you don't know what time it's kicking off and then we're hanging about after the game. But Brad's going to join me at the end of the watch-along and we're going to extend the watch-along and have a little bit of a sort of immediate match, react, match, react, <laughs> match reaction then. But then on Monday night, Steve's going to be joining us on the post-match, aren't you, Steve? I am, yes, mate. And you I'm said could... His first question was, am I allowed to swear? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Bit worried about this, Brad. Oh God! Well, you've you've 
you've set yourself up for that list now, Chris. You've only got yourself to blame. I have. So, it would be nice to have Steve's opinion, obviously, as an ex-pro. Jeff has gone 4-0 to Manchester City. So, he does not hold out much hope. That's, of course, the 5.30 game. We can watch it on Sky. Uh, So, we we can can just... Everybody can enjoy our suffering. Um, I thought they'd stop doing live executions. Apparently not. I saw a, I saw a picture. I mean, one of these old sort of old pictures of Leicester groups on Facebook, and they put it up said the place where the last ever hanging in Leicester took place. I added a comment only because Brendan Rodgers was able to get out first. Um, <laughs> we've got Monday night. Uh, sorry, Sunday now. Two o'clock Sunday. Both of these obviously on Sundays are on Sky. West Ham are hosting Arsenal. Steve West Ham. 14th had a bit of revival the last two games. Neither of them were pretty, both 1 0 wins, but six points. Arsenal, well, they're looking to us to do them a favor and then uh, to, to, to put West Ham to bed. Yep, I've been you know, um, trying to be nice to Arsenal this year because I wanted somebody else to win the league, but you've got to give credit to West Ham. Um, They've come out with two wins, two one nil wins. I think they're going to really make it hard for Arsenal as well. And I think this is going to be the week where Arsenal slip up and lose points. So I think it's going to be a local London derby, but I think West Ham are going to win it 2-1. You really don't like those teams that are close to us, do you, Steve? You really want us to go down. Um... Reverse, reverse psychology. Uh, Jeff has said uh, what was your score Chris for the Leicester game I've gone 3-1 City work that one out Jeff (laughs) Manchester City or Leicester City you should have been listening Um, hey it's a bit it's a tale of two cities hey boom boom see what I did there Um, no 3-1 to Manchester City I've gone Um, Brad uh, in the last six games West Ham haven't won any been one draw, which was back in March 21 when it was 3 all. Uh, other five have all gone Arsenal's way. Do you see that uh, being six out of seven on Sunday? You, you you would think so, but there is a chance, isn't there? And this is the, you know, you know them times like September, October when Man City started to creep and then they'd slip and then Arsenal wouldn't crumble. We thought, oh God, they're not crumbling this season. Eight games to go, and if Man City do go on to beat us this weekend, Arsenal will have a three-point lead playing a game more. And if West Ham can beat Doors Dishwater for 45 minutes, they're going to get frustrated. And this is going to real test, really test the Arsenal mentality for this run-in. Because whilst Man City win and keep reminding them that a game basically means it's three-point gap, you know, that that they need to make sure they're winning games. And I think they're going to struggle here. I think they're going to struggle. Um, and I'm going to surprise you a little bit. Not as much as um, not as much as Steve has. I don't think they'll lose. But I think they will panic. I think West Ham will take the lead. I think they'll throw the kitchen sink at Arsenal. They'll get a goal. But West Ham will hold on for a vital point. I'm going one all. 
Uh, I've just got this funny feeling because this is this is the opportune Arsenal to Arsenal, it isn't it, really? Mm. I um, was just checking West Ham are away in Ghent um, this Thursday. They should be away in a manger, shouldn't they? Um, don't don't bring up your birthplace all the time, please. Oh but, God. <laughs> um, yeah, they're playing Ghent tomorrow in Belgium, quarter to six UK time, which I think will be quarter to eight over there. I I wonder whether they're going to be distracted by that. I mean, they're in the quarterfinals of the conference. They've got a good chance of winning it. I'll be pissed off if they do because we should have been the first name on there. Um, English name, but I want them to lose because I want them to be drawn back down with us. Um, I'm going 2 0 to Arsenal on this one. In fair, that's probably more the sensible prediction, but it's Arsenal. They've not bottled it yet this season and everybody's still waiting and waiting for the Arteta out. What did he used to say about Leicester? Oh, they're going to bottle it soon. They're going to bottle it soon. And we didn't. Somebody Mm. else bottled it. And ended up coming third in what was technically a two-horse race. Oh, did I (laughs) say that out loud again? It's almost impressive how they did it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you like the way I just sneak it in there? I don't think anybody knows. Um, 18th playing fourth, Steve. Your favourite team that you always seem to go for, Nottingham Forest, uh, hosting Man United. In fairness, though, they do have better home form. I think Forest have blown it now, mate. I think uh, there's a lot of pressure on. Um, they're, they're a team that you can't predict anymore. Um, Man United are starting to put it together a bit. Um, so... 2-0 to Man United. 2-0 Man United. I'm um, just looking. They have sat their sporting director today at Nottingham Forest. It's getting close. I mean, if you thought Leicester had sat the manager potentially too late, you you heard the, um, the words that were said by the owner about Steve Cooper. Yes, he had to reiterate he was going to keep his job, but he also said results need to improve. And this isn't going to be easy for them. I, I, I saw a tweet. I don't know if it is true or not, but I've heard Rashford's out for a couple of yeah. weeks. He um, is. So, unfortunately, I can't go 6-0 because I was having him to, to score a hat-trick and I've just wrote that down with Jeff there for the Arsenal game. Because um, I was going to go 6-0, but Rashford's out. So, and I don't really care for either of these teams. They're just 3 0 man, you, I guess, if Forrest can't get battered. <laughs> three nil. Uh, okay. Silly Rashford getting injured, he ruined me 6 0. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it said to Nottingham Forest have sat sporting director Philip Giraldi. Giraldi. That's nice. Gary, uh, Gary Baldy, that's a biscuit. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, after only six months, uh, the Italian joined in October after Forrest made a British record 22 signings in the summer, overseeing their January transfer window spending. Now, I've got to be honest with you if, if Chelsea get in, players are getting changed in the uh, corridors, I'd hate to see the queue for the gents <laughs> in the training ground at Forest. I really would. But Rashford, yeah, I was just uh, just reading it then. Um, 
He's not totally broke, says Ten Hag. And he's out for a few games with a muscle injury. Uh, I, did, I, I saw it quoted as a tweet and I was like, it might not be, but we'll the see. Thing is, you think you allow, you allow Mr. Muscle into your training ground and that's what happens. You get a muscle injury. <laughs> Do you want someone to go cheer us up? Chelsea lost 2 0 and Ben Chilwell got sent off. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll say that yeah. joke again then because Brad obviously wasn't listening. <laughs> sorry, sorry, mate. I just saw the notification block my no, screens. No, no, I was like, any news about Chilwell getting sent off is always happy news. But uh, now I said it's a muscle injury. I said, well, that'll teach them for using Mr. Muscle at the training ground. <laughs> Yeah, well, are you serious? <laughs> Mr. Sheen would have been better, <laughs> but there we go. Uh, I'm really, I don't know why I bother. I need a better audience. Um, <laughs> you need a better audience or the jokes, either way. Hmm? What <laughs> better jokes? I've known that for about three years. Steve, um, did you go 2 0 to Man U, by the way? Sorry, I did, I did yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, I have better at home. You know, they beat beat Liverpool. Um Yeah, could, but that that was the floodlights. <laughs> Forest. Oh, could I don't you Forest? don't you dare. <laughs> I will dock you points. I will come in on FAFFP charge on you. I'm going to go one nil, Man United. That, that that I can take. That's basically saying I can see Forest winning, but I'm going to say Man U because I don't like him. I'll, I'll take that, Chris. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you'll show your game. channel, but I'll take it, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. only, only because if Rashford, like you say, if Rashford was in there, I'd probably have to say three nil, possibly, like you, yourself. Uh, but like you've gone down from six to three, I've gone down three to one. Uh, so yeah, Man United won nil. And let's have a look what Jeffrey went for. Uh, he went two nil Man United. So he's agreeing with Steve. Well, that's not the homework you want to be copying, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got one game left, which is uh, the Monday night game. And we will look at that straight after this. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Indeed, we are proud to be part of the uh, Talk Sport Fan Network. Monday night, 8 o'clock. Um, it will be on while we are talking about our game, guys. Leeds United in 16th. You've got the wrong artwork up, mate. You've got West Ham versus Arsenal on your artwork. I don't know if that's them or you. Is that the website? There you go. You and updated it two games ago, did you? Oh, yeah. It's because it, it, I know why. It's because two irrelevant teams play after West Ham and Arsenal. So you didn't think to put them on. I understand, Chris. That totally, totally. Um, Leeds United, Liverpool, uh, Steve. Leeds have beaten them once this season. Two or three years ago, you'd say Liverpool all the way. But you just cannot see now which Liverpool's going to turn up at the moment. So, oh, Leeds are fighting. Leeds will always fight. They had a, a whopping last week. So, I can't see Liverpool turning up, to be honest. I can't. So, I'm going to go 2-0 uh, Leeds. 
you are going to go 2 0 to Leeds. So you've basically gone for virtually every team that we need to lose. You have gone for a win. Reverse psychology. <laughs> you say that as an as your excuse. I think. Do, can we check the post in the mornings? Because I think you're going to be getting a few brown envelopes through here. Look at look how many predictions I've got wrong all through the season. So, well, this is I'm, true actually. In fairness, all these are going to be wrong. So you can't argue with that, can you, Brad? No, I like your sound logic, Steve. You've always been my favourite Leicester <laughs> presenter on this channel. You've always been that one, mate. Uh, you see, this is what Noah's lined up to replace him. I don't know if able to understand him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this game's difficult because this, what Steve said actually makes a lot of sense. I mean, any other season, even last season, you'd have seen this game and you'd been going anywhere between three and eight for Liverpool to score past Leeds, the way Bielsa and the gang had him playing, but Liverpool. Oh God! I mean, it's been a weird season all round. I know, I know, we're in the relegation zone, but they've had a torrid season. Torrid, torrid season. They're running out of excuses. I think they're going to blame the tea being late or scolding the tongue if they lose this game. I don't know what he'll blame. He's running out, and um, I can't pick between them. Normally, I go straight in for the kill and say Liverpool would smash them because it's Leeds. And you know my opinions on Leeds, but. For the points, for the table, for the back-to-back championships, I just can't see Liverpool winning this game. So I'm going to go for a Desmond. Oh, I just I'm like Steve. I you think we lost faith in Leicester? I've lost faith in Liverpool to kill a team off like Leeds. Mm. Leeds. Um, they've got they've drawn one, lost one, lost their last five. Liverpool haven't won in the four. One lost, lost, drawn, drawn. They drew with Arsenal, um, and then they drew with Chelsea, which they should have, I suppose, won. Uh, losing to Man City, but they lost to Bournemouth, and this is it. Oh God, I so want Liverpool to win, but I just can't. You met, met obviously Doug, who, who's a good friend of the channel, who's a big Liverpool fan. And I, I started after he lost to uh, to to to, uh, to Bournemouth. I called him one job Doug. Then he lost to Leeds, and I called him two job Doug. And I don't know who they lost to just or Bournemouth again. They lost to Bournemouth this time. I called it. Yeah, I mean it's just ridiculous. It's just Liverpool. They just don't want jobs in Liverpool, do they? That's the thing. You know? It's the busiest DWP office in the country. Uh, oh, there's nothing like a stereotypical joke, is there? Look, I've... I can't go for a Leeds win. I can't, because I don't want them to. And I hate Leeds, because I hate Jesse Marsh now. Um, and I know he's not there, but he's the closest thing. Not that you need an excuse to hate Leeds, let's be honest with you. Um, can I see Liverpool winning it? Do you know, I'm going to go for a Liverpool win. Pure... <laughs> what do you mean, boo? That'll do us a favour, mate. <laughs> you start... 
No, because I reckon the one time you picked Liverpool to win, they'll actually turn up. Well, I want the draw, yeah, thanks. That was, I was exactly my thoughts. I thought, this could be the game when Jurgen Klopp gets out there, kicks some ass, and they actually do turn up. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 to Liverpool. More in hope than anything else, though, to be honest with you. So... Let's quickly go through these. What was Jeffrey's one? Oh, Jeff, so he went 2 0 to Liverpool. Oh, boring. Boring, Jeff. Come on. Yeah. So, Villa, uh, you two went for a Newcastle win. I went for a draw. Uh, Chelsea, we all went for a Brighton win. Sorry, uh, sorry, bad, fat Frank. Uh, Everton, Fulham, we all went for. An Everton win, unfortunately. Spurs Palace, none of us fancy. Uh, sorry, Southampton Palace, none of us fancied Southampton. Spurs Bournemouth. Steve somehow went for a Bournemouth win. Um, you and me, Brad, we were the sensible ones. We went for a Spurs win as much as it hurt us. Uh, Wolves Brentford. Again, Steve likes to be different, and he wonders why he's bottom. <laughs> he, he went 2-1 to Wolves, and we both went for a Brentford win. Uh, a draw for... 15 Man points this week. Sorry? 15 points this week. <laughs> it was 15 points. They're still up there waiting. Yeah. He got, he, I mean, you had a double weekend, Steve, and you came so close yet so far for what it was worth. It's coming. I know. Yeah. I was willing that last game. I thought, please, just for Steve. Let's <laughs> <laughs> give him the 15. <laughs> um, uh, but think it'll be a draw, Man City-Leicester. We both, unfortunately, had to go for Man City wins, uh, me and Brad. West Ham-Arsenal. West Ham win for Steve. And uh, a draw for Brad. And not for... Uh, I've gone for an Arsenal win. Forest, we've all gone for a Man United win. The 1-2 and the 3. And Leeds, uh, a win for Steve. Brad has gone for a draw and I have gone for a Liverpool win. If we match up Brad and Steve gets it right, he could be... He could well make us look silly again. Uh, he could, but he, he don't have, you don't have to show him the table and the points difference. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what? He's, he's just not nice, is he? But that is what it is. Next up, it is Manchester City versus Leicester. This Saturday at 5.30. And don't forget, this is the prediction show. And we are very, very thanks, thank you, being thankful to Steve uh, for, for this. The prediction show from Leicester Till I Die TV is brought to you by Xbox Steve Linex and Foxy7Clothing.co.uk Back of the net. Indeed. Gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. We will all be together again on Monday night. Yep. Um, when yep. I'm, I have a feeling we're going to be drowning our sorrows. No, no, no. <laughs> guys thank you so very much for popping on as always it's been a pleasure for you i <laughs> uh, will see you i'll see you on saturday for the watch along brad and i'll see you on uh monday for the well both of you for the post-match if you stay on brad we'll have a very very quick chat with you thanks very yeah, much no worries, mate. all the best
Cheers, yeah. good lads. Cheers, Steve. Thank you so much to all and everybody there. And thank you uh, for all for watching. We will be back tomorrow night. Well, no, Fat Brad, we're going to be doing a press conference tomorrow at 7. I know we stopped doing the press conferences because it was like a sleeping film with Brendan. But because it's Dean's first one, we are going to be doing uh, a press conference with you. And then I'd forgotten about that. And then at 9 o'clock, we'll be previewing the show. Uh, and we'll be, be me and Craig doing that. We're not going to have a, a, a anybody in uh, from another team because... Um, Basically, we just want to talk about Leicester. Um, so please join us. Thank you, like I say, very, very much to everybody that was in the chat, um, which is very, very much appreciated. Um, <laughs> you probably will, Jeff. You probably will. Um, and thank you, of course, like I said, I've already said to Steve and Brad. Um, thank you to those that have been listening to me on the podcast, Leicester Till I Die. Thank you for lending me your ears. You can have them back now. I've finished with them. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel and smash those likes if you are new. And you can also become a member if you want for just £1.99 of your good English pounds a month. Details below uh, with how you can become a member and what that entitles you to. Thank you very much to everybody. I will see you tomorrow night at 7 o'clock for the press conference review. Take care, stay safe. This has been Less Little I Die TV. I've been Chris, this is Arnie. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. conclude this evening's entertainment it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect ultimate delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.